0: Good afternoon. And good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. hope everyone's happy, safe and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we speak with the leading agencies, technology partners and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, and most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Uh, loyalty Live allows for a deeper insight into the state of customer loyalty as we address challenges and opportunities that we surface from our conversations with brands who are members of Loyalty 360 about the opportunities they are seeing within the industry. Uh, so, today we are uh, lucky to have Adish Kolkanari, who's a Senior Vice President of CVM and Loyalty at Evolving Systems. How are you, Adish? Yeah,
1: great, great. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. Great to be here.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. First off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? We always like to get to know the people that we're speaking with on a little more personal level, uh, you know, uh, what you do with the organization, a little bit about your background and maybe a fun fact you have. Uh, do you like uh, jumping out of planes? Uh, do you have 14 kids? Uh, what's a fun fact as well?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so as a little bit of background, I've been in the industry for uh, quite a while, a bit of a veteran, uh, 20 years really, always around the digital, mobile, uh, customer value management and loyalty space. And so... <laughs> It's great to see over the last couple of years, these things really coming together and converging. And then at Evolving Systems, we we run um, essentially software and services for all parts of the customer life cycle. So we start at the customer acquisition piece, and then the part of the business that I run, which is really customer monetization, uh, customer engagement, and retention and loyalty. And if you want to a fun fact, um, you know, I'm Indian uh, by origin, but uh, I've never really lived in India. I lived all around the world, uh, spent a good amount of time in in the U.S., in Europe, in Asia, and um, I don't have 14 kids. I
0: have one kid. That's that's good. Uh, one kid is a good number. Uh, it feels like that,
1: 14 though sometimes.
0: Yes, uh, then four would be like 56, I guess. So. Uh... That's good. Good to know. I like that, uh, that dog years times, too. Um, so when you look at uh, customer loyalty, it's evolving uh, pretty rapidly, more of a focus for brands than ever before. But there are challenges we continue to see. You know, What do you think the biggest challenge or even potentially the opportunity you see in customer loyalty is today?
1: Yeah, a good question. I mean, honestly, it's it's uh, in a sense one and the same. I feel that um, this enormous amount of data that we're currently uh, ingesting and seeing available is, is both a challenge and an opportunity, uh, a challenge really because um, we have to now uh, ingest data from so many different sources. We have to sift through it. We have to find the really useful bits and then transform that into something meaningful from a customer engagement perspective in real time. And, you know, that end to end process is, is quite complex, but I think, Companies that have been able to really get a hold of that and use it um, strategically and efficiently are seeing a, a lot of value out of it. So it's taking and harnessing data responsibly on one side, and it's really you know creating meaningful customer engagement on the other. Um, that's got to be, for me, the, the goldmine, which is both a challenge and an opportunity.
0: Okay. When you look at uh, loyalty program design, customer loyalty design, it's evolved over the last uh, few years. And how do you feel, or how do you see uh, kind of that low loyalty program design uh, evolving or changing?
1: Well, I think um, we're seeing a lot of um, focus now around what we call customer experience, customer engagement. Uh, we're seeing a shift from traditional transactional loyalty into much more of an emotional relationship. And so, If I sort of take that all into account, I say, okay, you know, the pandemic uh, sort of came in and accelerated digital. And with digital, we've seen um, our ability to sort of, again, as I say, harness this data and start to look at more holistically at um, what customer value is and how across the customer journey, we can really start to um, touch people at different times. And So in that sense, I feel like loyalty programs have evolved uh, to be much more holistic in nature across the entire customer life cycle.
0: Okay. When you look at uh, some of the challenges that brands have, is there one piece of advice that uh, you could share with a brand who's looking to enhance their customer loyalty or customer experience strategies?
1: So, Mark, we work a lot with uh, communications and media companies. And what we often see um, is... Loyalty is sort of shoved into a corner as an initiative, or it's looked at as a bit of an island and a silo. And I think that's a mistake. Uh, you know, my one advice for brands would be to try and elevate loyalty to be much more of a strategic pillar. Uh, where we see the biggest traction is where companies are take loyalty and put it at, at the center, and then you can you know, use your sponsorship budget, your marketing budget, uh, you know, some of your sales and product uh, development also then around how, how can you leverage this loyalty program? So for us, you know, the one advice would be, don't take loyalty as, an, as a side uh, initiative or an afterthought, but you know, elevate it to the C-level, elevate it to the strategic agenda.
0: Okay. When you look at the competitive set, uh, there's a lot of uh, great legacy players in the market, um, a number of new upstarts in the market with regard to customer loyalty, customer experience. You know, what differentiates the evolving platform from some of the other competitors out there?
1: So um, I'd say probably three things um, which we've been working on for a couple of years. So one is, um, you know, we've, we've um, worked on our platform to upgrade it for big data streaming. Um, now, we work a lot in the telco space where there is a ton of data to process, but that's one area we think will continue to grow. And we've tried to build a, our platform around that. The second is gamification. So gamification has really become a hot topic now. Um, but we've been seeing it and, and sort of building um, features into it that enable marketers to gamify um, many aspects of the customer journey um, very easily from the same interface. And number three, I mean, you know, our industry tends to reinvent itself every three, four years in terms of new technology and disruptive, uh, you know, new, new functionality that comes in. And so we've really tried to keep a very open ecosystem of of partners uh, that can integrate into our platform. Um, We don't think any one platform should be an island. So we've really focused on making it very open and integrated with the broader ecosystem. And so I think, you know, those three things together, plus our people
0: really helps us differentiate uh, in the market. Okay, Great. If you look uh, six months, a year, maybe even longer into the future, how do you think customer loyalty programs, customer loyalty strategy, or customer experience uh, will evolve?
1: So I think one of the areas where we'll see more and more uh, collaboration uh, is between different uh, ecosystems and different companies that are today running their own loyalty programs. So I see a sort of convergence coming in. Um, And the ability for people to use loyalty currencies across the board uh, to be able to integrate uh, reward uh, portfolios that come from various different areas. So I think more openness and connectedness will be definitely one characteristic. Uh, The other is I, I think there might be a trend where traditional structured loyalty programs sort of disintegrate a little bit and become part and parcel of the customer journey. So you have loyalty embedded in almost every part of the customer interaction from the first day they arrive till the last day uh, they may churn out or leave. And so I think this sort of um, integration of loyalty within the overall customer journey will happen more and more. Um, And I think those are two trends. And the third one probably is um, much more of a... um, Uh, and uh, an enhanced view of what value is and customer value is. It's no longer just about how much you spent with me or how long you've been with me, but, you know, trying to evaluate, are you a brand advocate, trying to understand, um, you know, other ways of defining value. And I think social media has a a role to play in that. I think it's about um, how much you engage with the brand beyond that. So I think, you know, we'll see um, a changing of exactly how you value somebody. And if I think about it in terms of a loyalty score today, uh, that's quite a blunt instrument, maybe just, you know, 10-year time spent. Uh, But I think that will evolve as well.
0: Okay, great. When you look at uh, cryptocurrency, I know it's something you have a great deal of passion for, a great deal of excitement for uh you know what do you think uh, is the future for crypto what can be achieved by using crypto that maybe couldn't have been uh kind of possible in a more traditional loyalty program a couple years back
1: so uh, great question mark uh i am look you know i'm part of the believers uh in crypto and today you know the world is split between the guys who think it's a bubble and all you know explode one day and the maximalists who think that it's the you know the greatest thing since sliced bread I'm somewhere in the middle, but you know, definitely in favor of crypto. Now, um, you know, crypto is also a, a relatively broad place, and we need to define what that really means. So, one one area where I think crypto um, is is already being used by brands, and I think about people like um, Landry's that run the Rainforest Cafe, or Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, or Burger King. Uh, who are using crypto as rewards. Um, you know, there's a lot of hype around the crypto market and the use of cryptocurrencies as a reward mechanism is an easy and obvious one. The second area, which I think is, is much more nascent, is the use of NFTs as rewards. And as, as you probably know, Mark, NFTs are more than just digital art. We're talking about membership cards, we're talking about collectibles, we're talking about interactive uh, digital content that can be provided as, as rewards uh, within a program. And we're seeing that with the NFL, with um, some of the other sports and gaming uh, conglomerates out there really starting to explore that area. But the third and, you know, sort of the the potentially the most interesting and, and disruptive one would be a loyalty currency. Uh, now, that, now that's not for every brand, but I think bringing a loyalty currency into the mix basically takes what was previously a loyalty points infrastructure and puts it into a blockchain and a crypto uh, world and I think there there are opportunities um, to bring together uh, multiple players into it um, you're creating a currency that's transparent and available on the blockchain for for all to see so you start to reduce your middlemen cost um, and then eventually you know loyalty currencies themselves can become uh, powerful in their own right, so I think this is um, you know we're just touching the surface right now, but enormous potential in the coming years. okay.
0: what do brands need to understand and prepare for to you know be successful in this new market space
1: so look there's a lot of uh, elements of the crypto world which are um, still um, Let's say quite volatile. So, one is transaction fees, for example. So, depending on what blockchain, uh, cryptocurrency you might use to to run your your platform, you have to be careful about volatility and risk. I think the other area is uh, around governance, right? So, um, depending on how you design the program, you can take governance on different levels, you can put an element of governance into your token. Um, And then that way you can allow the community to potentially be part of this whole uh, journey that you're taking on the the loyalty front. Um, Brands also need to understand that some of the cryptocurrencies tax accounting may be different than what they've looked at previously with points liabilities. Some of it positive, but equally it depends on whether you have a utility token or an asset backed token. So there are a number of different areas. when you're, you're actually engaging with a currency like a cryptocurrency. And brands need to be aware of that. I think none of it is, is, is something that is insurmountable, um, but brands need to understand they're playing in a slightly new place. For some brands, it may not be the right thing. I think for some forward-looking, digital, youth-centric brands, um, this could be a really exciting new step for them.
0: Okay. And you work in media and in uh, telcos uh, predominantly. You know How do you see cryptocurrencies and kind of loyalty converging in that sector?
1: Well, look, I mean, telcos have been huge proponents of loyalty over the years, and they're struggling uh, on many levels to find the next big thing and to, to create true customer engagement. I think they also have some great characteristics um, to launch their own cryptocurrencies. Um, one is they have millions of customers, so they can drive, take up of, of the coin relatively easily. They also have engagement with thousands of merchants. Um, so in a sense, they're, they're perfectly placed um, to try and you know, build their own loyalty currency. And then if they bring in partners, um, they can basically share the governance of the program with those partners. And again, the cost of reconciliation, etc. See, you know, drops when you have everything on the transparent blockchain. So, what's interesting from a telco perspective is that the loyalty currency can be, you know, part and parcel of their loyalty offering. They're also regulated. Many of them have financial services licenses. And you know, one of the challenges of cryptocurrencies has been the fact that. Um, we don't know who's behind some of them. And there's a concern about not being regulated and the government not being able to uh, work with them. Whereas telcos are, you know, front and center, very trusted relationships. I would be much happier, you know, having a telco-based cryptocurrency than one that I don't know who's behind it and who's backing it. And then the final point is, if you look at some of these um, telcos, whether it's T-Mobile or Vodafone, They have hundreds of millions of customers around the world in different markets and so they're looking for uh use cases like transfer of money across borders and so forth and i'm not saying the loyalty currency should solve that problem but you can see how crypto can really make sense for a telco if they if they use it and loyalty is a natural place um, you know for me to distribute coins and get usage up
0: absolutely well, Dees, thank you very much for taking the uh, time to speak with us. It was great uh, learning more uh, about evolving systems, but also I think uh, your perspective on crypto is yeah, there is uh, kind of a growing interest in uh, that. We just saw it at our most recent conference. And uh, so it was great having your perspective on that and how brands can you know, leverage crypto and uh, NFTs to uh, you know, increase the efficacy of some of their customer loyalty strategies. I think it was great to hear.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Mark. I think we're at the beginning of a super exciting journey. And, you know, hopefully in a year, I'll be back and telling you about how we've launched uh, our first telco crypto coins.
0: That'd be great. Well, these thank you very much again. And thank you, everyone for listening. Make sure you join us back uh, next Tuesday, December 21st for our uh, interview with MASCAR. Have a wonderful day.